as boys lines. As bold as lion. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Welcome once again. We're continuing on in a series titled Hymns That I Love. And uh, hopefully that doesn't sound too um, self-seeking and and, um, about what I enjoy because the uh, the, uh, hopefully this is a series that resonates with other people. And and you may chime in and say, well, here's some hymns that I love too. And I'd, I'd love to get some feedback from you and and hear songs and and maybe even stories why a certain um, song or verse has, has impacted you might, might uh, you never know, might find that one uh, on a podcast episode down the road or on an album or something, because uh, I often hear things, um, especially songs and, and think about, well, I want to try to cover that or I want to play that or learn that song or whatever. Maybe it's only for my own enjoyment and benefit. Maybe it's for an album like we're talking about here with these songs. Um, but you never know. I, I, I'm, I'm always open to, to what people are resonating with. And even as I put uh, these songs and these podcasts out to hear people say, well, this, this, song has impacted me because of X, Y, and Z or whatever. And so much so with today's song um, called I Love to Tell the Story, another hymn that I think is fairly well known. Um, We talked quite a bit last time and I don't want to set this, take as much time setting all this up as I did last time, but just the idea of, of finding hymns and still figuring out where we can go to, to listen to them and find renditions of them um, besides Sunday mornings, which, you know, if your church still s- sings hymns, that's great. You know, there's some churches that, that don't, but I, I would wholeheartedly recommend still putting one or two in your, in your set list uh, as a worship leader. Side note there. Um, but this song is one that um, I, I, didn't maybe have didn't sing it as much as other songs of of this list but I had printed out a chord chart and just kind of started running through it and for some reason the the songs that I kind of wanted to do for this project this hymns um it's called hymns volume 1 they it, they came together pretty quickly like just 
thematically, I think some things that just overlapped. And I think as I was trying to find songs that I could just strip down and, and run through and, and keep very simple. These were some songs that I thought the, these would fit the mold. These would, these would work. And they also just seem to have kind of, I don't, I don't know if they were all kind of written around a certain time period or time frame exactly. I mean, roughly, but, but not, you know, right at the same time, but they, they just seem to have this, a similar kind of thrust and meaning to them. Very gospel focused for sure, which I love to tell the story comes from that place. Um, had that lead in clip there. This is uh this is a song just getting right into some of the context behind it, the, uh, where it came from. This is a song that really was a poem before it was set to, to music and, and anything else. And that's, um, that's really all songs. If we, if we think about it in their purest form, uh, lyrics without uh, a melody, uh, they're still kind of poetry in, in their own, uh, right. So once you kind of add the melody, then, then you have a song, but, um, this song was written in 1866 and it's by a lady named Catherine Hankey. Sometimes she goes by Kate. Uh, if I say Kate, I just mean Catherine. And that's um, a lady who lived in England. And she wrote kind of these two long form poems. Um, one's called The Story Wanted, and the other is called The Story Told. And she wrote these in a um, period of, of convalescence, period of recovery after about of serious illness. I did not go in deeper to find out what that was, you know, 1860s ish, um, England, hard to know what exactly that would have been, you know, tuberculosis. I don't know. I didn't go any further into it, but it's something that she wrote after coming out of that illness. And it seems like I've seen that, heard that in, in some other song stories that I've, I've looked at. Um, but this really expressed her evangelical fervor, her desire to share the gospel. I mean, it's right there. I love to tell the story, um, to tell the story, to share the gospel. It's to remind those who have already heard it in, in the lyrics, you can kind of see that. And it's also to tell those who have yet to believe. You see that as well. And for this song, I chose um, two stanzas that, to me, are a little bit more familiar, um, memorable as I as I think about this song. Um, all the stanzas are great. You know, it's kind of like when you when you have one of these hymns where there's four or five verses, and you're like, I only want to pick two or three. You know, which one do I choose? Because they're all solid and, and meaty and full of, of good truth. Um, sometimes I just pick the ones that I guess I've, I'm most familiar with and, and then go from there. But the first verse, it talks about um, unseen things above, talking about Jesus's glory, Jesus's love, and it affirms this truth because she says, because I know it is true, the story that she's talking about, I know it's true. 
And this one line, probably one of my favorite lines in the whole song, she says, it satisfies my longings as nothing else would do. Um, Psalm 107, verse 9, for he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul he fills with good things. I love to tell the story of unseen things above, of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus and his love. I love to tell the story because I know tis true It satisfies my longings As nothing else can do So coming out of that first stanza, um, just going a little bit further with Catherine, Kate Hanke, um, her story, She's. This is kind of interesting to note some of her background, um, which I think helps me understand a little bit more about her and that um, evangelical bend to this song. She's from a town called Clap Clapham, England. I hope that's right, Clapham, England. Um, she was the daughter of a wealthy banker, and in Clapham. I'm going to say Clapham. I don't know if it's Clapham, but it could go either way. Um, there's a sect there of uh, William Wilberforce. And these were um, some people that were um, just prominent evangelical Anglicans in in this area that um, held to the, the teachings and the, um, the things that William Wilberforce was um known to promote and they helped to establish what is called the British and foreign Bible society. Thinking again, these are very evangelical, um, gospel missional type of things. And they also promoted, um, as we know, Wilberforce, the abolition of slavery, um, involved in improving, the, um, the lot of England's working classes, a improvement for the working classes uh, in England. And this time uh, in history, you know, industrial revolution, all those things, there were a lot of just poor conditions for these people and, and very uh, harsh working conditions, not a lot of rights. Um, So about bettering that for the everyday man, um, about uh, bring about the end of slavery. And we know that England was ahead of America in that, uh, that cause. And so just thinking about those things and also the insertion of the gospel throughout that. And that's where in the context of all of that, this song is, is coming out of. And, you know, she, as I think about that, I think that she's literally singing. I love to tell the story. She's literally singing about evangelizing. Um, and those weren't just things that she then just sang about and wrote about. I guess it's a poem, so she's writing about it. Um, 
she's practicing it as well. And she's living it out. She's doing things that are incorporating the things she sings about and the things she writes about. The second stanza, which we'll share here in a little bit, um, it points to then the second coming. She's talking about scenes of glory and singing the new, new song. And it will still be the old, old story that she sings, what she resonates with so much, the love of Jesus, his goodness. That's this old, old story that will still be in this new, new story. This, this kind of cool imagery there, how she's talking about um, the gospel and then, and then being in heaven and singing this song and this story, but it's, it's still this old story, this good story about our savior and our Lord and our, um, our just being with him. And love to tell the story for those who know it best. Seeing hungering and thirsting to hear it like the rest. And when in scenes of glory I sing. about this a little bit already, but, and I'm sure I will throughout this series, is just finding it so interesting that these hymns have such a strong gospel focus and that the message is, is just there. It's just, it's right in front of you with every, every line that you're singing. And it's not to say that the message of our songs today don't still have that emphasis. In fact, I think it, it is there in a lot of our songs that we sing. And as we're careful to, to find those songs, uh, you know, worship leader, if you're listening to this and, and, uh, and folks that are, are coming every Sunday, you're, you're wanting to sing songs that are, that are based in, in scripture and upon truth. Um, but as I look back, the, the prevalence of how much the the story, if I can use that in quotes, the story that she's talking about, how much that was shared through these songs. And it, it almost seems more prevalent um, than, than, than some of our songs today. Um, you know, did, did our style of writing change or our, our emphasis in some ways, you know, m- maybe, and I think it's easy to write, um, especially as somebody who has, who has attempted to write a worship song or, you know, a hymn or something like that. And you go into it thinking like, these are, these are really easy songs. They should be easy to write just another, you know, worship hit. What's the format I need to talk about fire and oceans and love and the cross and all, and just kind of throw it in and you just let all this stuff just kind of, produce itself, like the, the song writes itself, you know, in some aspects, but it's actually really hard to write a good worship song that has a memorable um, attribute to it, like a, a hook or a melody that, that, that you can sing and, and you, you, 
it, it sticks with you, but it's also rich and true and, and the, you can go to scripture and, and find out where, well, that line was tied into this passage or, you know, the whole, the whole thing, um, is tied into uh, this, this event in scripture or whatever. It's, it's harder than one would think it would be. And I think a lot of times we default to a me focused perspective as we write because we're a me focused generation in a lot of ways. And it can be tempting to to talk to God, to sing to God with that framework in mind. But I look at, I love to tell a story. I look at some of these older songs and much of the emphasis is back, you know, simply put on the story itself. And what's the story about? It's about Jesus. So there's just this constant reminder in this song to put our focus back where it needs to be. And um, prolific writers like um, like Catherine Hankey, they understood that. And they understood what what was important um, to put into their into their poems and in, into their songs. Well, one last thing that I just want to share, and, and this um, this stanza isn't one that I included in the recording that I did, but it's wonderful nonetheless. And this, again, just reinforces why I believe this is important. Um, this is one of the other stanzas. She says, I love to tell the story, tis pleasant to repeat. What seems each time I tell it, more wonderfully sweet. I love to tell the story for some have never heard the message of salvation from God's own holy word. Those last two lines, I love to tell the story for some have never heard the message of salvation from God's own holy word. Some have never heard it. And Kate Hankey, she, she understood that's why we tell them. That's why we sing this. That is why we do the acts of service that we do, um, the kindness that we display, the things that we fight for when we're fighting for what is true. It's because many still do not know. And ending today with this song, this is the second in the series. It's the second that appears on, on this album that I've released. Um, is probably the most outward focused of, of the lot and, and definitely still upward focused as well, but most evangelistic focused. I know I've said that word a lot and you might be thinking, what's, what's evangelism mean as we keep just hashing that out? Well, it's just simply sharing the gospel. It's being proactive about telling people and it's just right there in the, in the song and she's got it in, and like every line, I love to tell the story. I love to tell the story. It's in the refrain. And it's just a reminder that that's the place we have to keep coming back to. That's where we need to return to as a church, as Christians, even as a nation, to just keep the gospel center and uh, the focus and to tell people about Jesus through our songs certainly our sermons as well. You know, life is short. Our time on earth is short, but we are to tell the story. 
And we are to share Jesus with those around us today. Share Jesus with those who are around you today. That's my 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 urge for you today. And as you listen to this song, I hope it just reminds you of that. Um, and I'd encourage you, there, there are a lot of wonderful renditions of this song. This was one that, um, as I kind of went back and searched there, there are some great versions of this. Um, and it just, it just, um, I don't know. This is one of those songs that I can just sing and it it just kind of puts a smile on my face. You know, I don't, I don't know what it is about it, but I think it's just that, that I love to tell the story. I, this, this warms my heart. This, I, I keep coming back to this because I know this is true and I know others need to hear it. And that's in the lines of this song. And, um, someday when we get to heaven, I'm, I'm, I want to find Catherine Hanke and, and, uh, and, and hit her up, find out a little bit more about what was going on and, and where this song came from, because, um, I think it's probably a pretty special place. So guys, I leave you today with Ephesians five fifteen through 17. This is our theme verse. Be very careful then how you live not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. To tell the story will be my theme and glory To tell the old, old story And his love I love To tell the story Twill be my theme and glory To tell the old, old story Of Jesus and his love Hey guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson you have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share. And head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.